But we forget that inside and outside are truly connected. And before changing inside, it's almost impossible to change outside. So you will constantly work and work and work. And you're either not going to go anywhere or you're going to go somewhere, but quickly come back to what your mind directs you to do so. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last few weeks, by now you should probably know about surfing the urge, the fact that snacking can really help you, and how your subconscious mind and your belief systems play really important roles in your weight loss journey. Now, moving forward, we are going to talk about something very, very important, which I think is the one of the most important things that can enable you actually lose weight and keep it off most importantly that is going to be accepting your body. I know for many of you, this may sound a bit outrageous as some people don't even want to look at the mirror. Some people don't even want to ever go on top of a scale. Some people don't even want to wear stretchy clothes because they are not happy with how they look from outside. I think most often we overlook the fact that we always try to change outside. We try to change how we look, we try to change how we feel physically, but we forget that inside and outside are truly connected. And before changing inside, it's almost impossible to change outside. So you will constantly work and work and work, and you're either not going to go anywhere or you're going to go somewhere, but quickly come back to what your mind directs you to do so. And for this reason, today I want to talk about why accepting your body is really, really crucial for your weight loss journey, and also how you can start this, stimulate this in this mind. And I will share a few tips that I would use in a hypnotherapy session, or maybe things that I would suggest under hypnosis. When you don't accept your body, you're resisting who you are, and you're resisting who you are on a subconscious level. You are not happy with the person that you are. I'm not sure if you ever heard of the plants experiments that they did a few years ago, and they actually spoke to some plants as they were growing up. So imagine you have a beautiful plant in your home, and they find that if you speak to this plant, especially in a positive way, as this this plant is growing, if you talk positively, the plant grows better. On the contrary, if you say negative things to the plant, the plant slowly and gradually dies. Isn't this ironic? Just like a human, plants can have feelings. Think about what you are reinforcing in your mind every time you don't accept yourself. If a plant gets affected from negative talk, Think of how your body is getting affected by your own negative talk. Most often, our negative self-talk is the worst than whatever anyone, any other criticism that you can receive from anyone. Because we are really good at putting ourselves down, talking ourselves out of things, or basically 
humiliating ourselves in our own self-talk, really hurtful for our improvement journey, because it makes it harder for us to find the motivation inside. So what are some of the things that you can do to accept your body the way it is? First, I want to talk about easing on the comparison. I know that each and every single one of you compare yourself to many things in life. I know this because I do this too. And I know that everyone, every single one of us in the world does this because this is how we learn things in the world. From the time we are born, we start exploring things. And the way that it makes sense to us is by comparing. For example, we may be comparing siblings' actions and see what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do. We can try to see reflections that we are getting from our parents so that we can adjust our behaviors to be accepted and liked in the society. In other words, from the time we are born, Throughout our lives, we are programmed to compare ourselves with things that are around us. And this comparison helped us, right? It helped us to learn about the society, learn about the world, many things that we effectively use in life. But it gets a bit toxic when these comparisons are unrealistic. Think of what are some of the immediate comparisons that you make in life? you always scroll through social media. You look at Instagram, you look at Facebook, TikTok, whatever your preferable social media platform is, you're on it at least half an hour a day. And within that half an hour, your mind is only receiving what's been put on there and you are unconsciously comparing yourself with these perfect people on these social media channels, perfectly edited, perfectly makeup, perfectly photoshopped, people and your mind unconsciously compares yourself to these unrealistic models. And by models, I don't only mean, you know, Victoria's Secret type, perfectly fit woman. I mean model human that we are suggested to compare ourselves to. I, I actually saw a saying on Pinterest and it said, even the girl on the magazine doesn't look like the girl on magazine. So if you're a real human there's a very slim chance that you're going to look like that Instagram model. But your mind is making you resent yourself because you don't look like that model. So start easing off this comparison. You are a very unique person. There are millions of people in this world and there are millions of women in this world. Therefore, there is not one type fits all type of situation. You are very unique. Your body is very unique. You are, as a human, very unique. If you're not like them, that's perfectly fine. You're not supposed to be like others. That's not what you're in here for. Try to be conscious of your inner self-critic. Try to see what that sound, that voice is telling you. Is it putting you down? Is it telling you you have a lot of stretch marks on your body? And what, whenever you catch yourself talking or listening to that inner talk, think of it from another angle this time, kind of like dissociating from it as if like it's something that comes outside of you and trying to listen. And as you listen, try to understand, is this realistic? What my inner self is telling me, what this critic is telling me, is it true? 
maybe that you're having stretch mark part is right. Or maybe you having excess weight is right. And you can change that part. The following part in which it continues to come to a conclusion like you're not worth it. You're not lovable. You are, you don't deserve it. Are those things really true for you? We know that the only thing, the most important thing about you is not your physical body. I know that each and every single one of you has tremendous unique abilities, things that nobody can do, or things that very rare people can even understand what they are. And those are the things that make you who you are, not just the physical body. In addition to becoming conscious of your inner critic, try to see the bigger picture. You are not just your body weight. You are not just the flaws that you have. I know we have a lot of strengths. I know you received a lot of compliments, maybe with your hair, maybe with how beautiful your face is, or maybe how kind you are. Those are all small, great things that make you who you are, and they need to count just as much as how your body counts. To wrap up this point, number one, becoming conscious of your inner critic. Every single chance you get and questioning that inner critic. Is it true? Is it telling the truth? Or is it just deceiving you because of unfair comparisons? And number two, focus on the full picture. See yourself as a whole, not just physical body. See your strengths and your weaknesses. I know you have weaknesses because you're human, but I also know you have strengths and it's your choice to decide which one you want to focus on. It's funny, one of my close friends, she recently gave birth and after birth, She gained a lot of weight during her pregnancy. She was telling me how she's unhappy with her body and she doesn't like how she looks like. And she was showing me a picture when she was 17 years old and she looked really slim, very young. And she was telling me how her skin looks different and she misses those days. I asked her what she was feeling on that day, like what she was doing, where was that picture taken? And as she looked at that picture, she realized that On that day, when she was taking that picture, she was actually still not happy with herself. She was telling herself how she was too skinny, telling me she wasn't feeling good and confident about her physical image still back then. In other words, we our mind tends to do this. It's like an illusion. It makes you feel worse than what you're actually feeling. I think this is partly because We can see our body and therefore it's easier to jump to conclusions. So your body really becomes a victim of self-criticizing thoughts. You look at your body, you look at your Instagram, you don't look like this perfect girl on Instagram. Therefore, you start talking really, really bad with your body. And your body doesn't deserve it, simply. And the more you talk down to your body, the more resistance you create. And now, just like talking to that plant in a negative way, you're trying to create a positive effect by talking negatively. And it's just not going to happen. It's very, very unrealistic. When I tell you, try to find your own path, acknowledge that you are a very unique person and you don't have to be like others, I really, really mean it. You don't have to like going to the gym or you don't have to like eating chicken and roasted vegetables. Maybe that's not for you. What's important is finding what works for you, understanding your body, 
and finding what works the best for your body so that you can find a routine that makes you feel good. For example, I'm a very skinny person, but all my life I never really felt fit because being skinny doesn't mean mean being fit. I don't know if you know that feeling when when the little fats under your arms. I always hated that feeling, and as a skinny person, people think you don't have that feeling, which makes it more annoying. So, just like everyone else, I started going to the gym and I even tried running. And I hated both of those. I hate running. I hate going to the gym. I feel like everyone is looking at me, although I know they're not. In other words, in two weeks, I get bored of them and I stop doing all of them altogether because I, I'm simply not into it. It's not something that gives me pleasure. So it becomes torturous now. It becomes a chore that I have to do in addition to all the things that I have to do in my daily life. I find a solution as... At that time, I was using the ClassPass app. I don't know if you guys know what it is, but it's basically a sports app that lets you try different, different studios, different, different workouts to find what works for you the best. I really, really liked this program because I did. I seriously didn't know what I liked. Probably you don't too. If you've been following what your friends have been telling you or what people around you has been suggesting, probably you still don't know what you like. Some people like boxing, some people like yoga. And I found that I actually really enjoy Pilates. Practicing at ClassPass, going different, different classes. And I finally found a studio that I really enjoyed. And I became a member. And I was really enjoying going there. And I found myself going three times a week. And for, for the last few years, I've been going to that studio. And I still enjoy it just like the first day. And that became my exercise routine. And I suggest this to everyone because like I said, you are a very unique person. You don't have to like what everyone likes. And in this 21st century, we have options, especially doing everything online. You can do unlimited things. They made made workouts out of nothing. I mean, you can dance and work out. You can do belly dancing. You can do Pilates. You can do yoga. You can do boxing. You can do full body workouts. You can do anything. I, I, I can't even think of them. I know many people online are very, very creative. And you will find something that you can actually get pleasure. Try to take time for your body. Take time for yourself. See what works for you the best. Same thing with food. I know many people just suggest high in protein. I need a lot of veggies, eat a lot of fruits, which is great. But what if you don't like chicken? Or what if your stomach doesn't enjoy milk? What if there are so many what ifs? For example, I love drinking milk and I will put yogurt in everything. And when people listen to me, they usually tell me, oh, so you must be drinking lactose-free milk or they tell me probably you're having uh, low-fat milk or fat-free milk but it's the contrary I like whole milk I like things that are made with whole milk and that's what works with my body I figured that out about myself I made my own path rather than following other people's path one of the things that many of you probably struggle is with clothing we like to follow what is already put out there but we don't have to do that any anyone who knows fashion will tell you that fashion is not following what is what everyone is doing fashion is understanding your body so well 
that you dressed yourself according to what your body needs. I think this is really important. For example, I'm not that tall and I know that if I wear a long dress, I'm going to look even shorter and that's going to make me feel even worse because now I'm going to think like I'm really short. Instead, what I do is I like to wear shorter skirts or shorter shorts that makes my legs look longer or I could wear heels because I want to look longer. And this can apply to many, many things. Or another example for me is I know I have very small waist. So when I wear things that show my waist, I look like a skinny and very proportioned woman. And I think that really makes my body look better than it actually is. So I think the secret is really knowing your body. What are your strength areas? Like some people have really um, nice chest area. So if, it, if that's your area, maybe that's the part that you need to dress first and then adjust everything according to that. Or some people have um, really nice hair or face that maybe you need to wear things that will highlight your face more than the clothing. Basically, being conscious of physical strengths and dressing in a way that fits to you rather than just following what everyone else is dressing. So my next point is don't try to fit things to yourself and to your body. Be conscious of your body. Take time to understand your body and give your body what it needs, whether it's exercising. Take time to try every single exercise. See which one makes you feel tired, but also you had fun. Maybe it's cycling for you. Take time to realize what your body likes to eat. You're a human, you, you need to savor what you're eating. I promise you, if you listen to your body, your body is not going to appreciate junk food. The reality is you're not listening to your body. You're just giving those junk food to get rid of that hunger feeling. But if you listen, your body will know how to navigate you. You just need to tune in. And just look at yourself. I know you have physical strengths. I know you're very unique. And finally, start treating your body as someone loved. By not accepting your body, you're creating more tension. To bring this to your conscious awareness, think about what, how you would react if one of your close friends told you that she gained a lot of weight or she doesn't like how she looks in the mirror. What would you tell her? You wouldn't tell her that, oh, you look so ugly in that dress. Go lose weights first and then you can wear that dress right no you say that to yourself and that really creates more tension and it makes it harder for you to move forward with your goal think of how you would react to a friend you would tell your friend i know maybe you need to lose more weight and that's okay i know you can lose more weight but regardless of the weight you're a beautiful person right Maybe that's one of the things that you maybe suggest to your friend. Now, the challenge is, can you tell these things to yourself? Can you give that love, compassion from a standpoint of true acceptance? Just like how you would accept a friend. Just like how you would accept a family member. Just like how you would accept your own kids. Can you accept your body? And the moment you accept your body you will realize that everything is so much easier. 
because now you and your body are acting from the same point of view. I'm just saying just okay with where you are. Your body is just fine just the way it is. And this doesn't mean that you don't have to look for change or you don't have to continue your weight loss journey. Being wherever you are and accepting your body in a gentle, loving, compassionate way so that you are both in agreement to move forward even stronger than ever so that there's no resistance, so there's acceptance, love, but all the positive motivations created within to give you more energy. To put it more perspective, I don't know if you have kids, but if you have a kid, think of if you tell your kid to not to eat that candy, they would probably want to eat that candy more, right? The more you tell them you can't eat it, you can't eat it, the more likely they will want to eat it. So you create same kind of tension every time you look at the mirror and you talk yourself down, your body's energy gets lower and lower and lower And to compensate that low energy, you tend to eat more or you tend to make wrong decisions or you tend to have less energy to work out. In other words, accepting body, accepting your body the way it is, is one of the most important steps to help your body get in the same path with you so that you are walking together rather than fighting against with each other. Thank you for joining me today. I really like this topic that we talked about today because I think from this point on, now you can really accelerate your journey. And in the coming episodes, not the next one, but the a few later, we are going to talk about some success stories, people who lost a lot of weight with hypnosis. So I think it can be really helpful for you really understand what you may be getting into with hypnosis and what to expect and what not to expect. If you have any questions about this episode or the previous episodes, feel free to reach out to me. My email is begum at b-hypnotize.com or visit www.mindoverbodypodcast.com. And if you think this podcast can be helpful to any of your friends or family members, feel free to share it on iTunes and I would love to hear back from you.